welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Well, happy Wednesday and welcome to a brand new episode of Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. If you're a list person, then today's episode is the perfect one for you because I'm going to be sharing a basically a verbal checklist of all the photos that you will ever need for your wedding, including the ones that you might want to take before the wedding day even begins. So before we even get started, I want to tell you that if you've never had a look at the Weddings Online blog, you might not know that we have a written episode breakdown for every single podcast episode. So if I'm showing things like I am today, which is a checklist of things, it might feel like quite a lot of information to take in and you might be feeling like you need to jot down notes and you know, some people love listening to podcasts while they're driving. And so I don't recommend making notes while you drive. So have a look at weddingsonline.ie forward slash blog. There's a podcast section and you can find this episode, which is episode 79. And all the written bits for the episode will be in there as well. But in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through every single wedding photo that you will ever need, um, including ones that maybe you don't think you'll need, but I'll explain why you might want to have them anyway. And I'll share some expert tips along the way of how you can get some of these photos and when you might want to take them and when you should be chatting with your photographer who can give you more expert advice from their perspective. But let's get right in with the very first category, which is your pre-wedding photos. So we're starting at the beginning because your pre-wedding photos will obviously be happening before the wedding wedding day, but you don't want to get to the big day and think, oh, we missed an opportunity. We could have been taking these photos already. So there are two uh, kind of types of photos that you could be getting before the big day. The first one is your engagement shoot. Now you might be thinking, what on earth are we going to do with photos of us being engaged? But there are two reasons that you should have engagement photos. The one is, you know, it's just, it's great to have that you know, memory of that season of being engaged. So whether you are engaged for six months or for six years or anything in between, it's a special time where you and your partner were planning the wedding. You might have been investing in decorating your home or saving for a home or, you know, there's so many things that happen in that period of time where you're engaged and it's such a special time that you want to commemorate. So having some engagement photos is, it's, it's something that I highly recommend. The second reason is most people don't feel super comfortable in front of the camera. And if you feel a little bit shy, if you feel like you always look awkward in photos and you never know what to do with your hands, and if you just want to end up having really beautiful wedding day photos, having an engagement shoot with the photographer who's going to capture your wedding day means that that person gets to know you and you get to know the photographer. You get to feel more comfortable in front of the camera and you kind of get to have a bit of a practice run. So if you are a little bit awkward in front of the camera, take a moment to have engagement photos and do it with the photographer who's going to be there on your wedding day. You get to form a relationship with that person. And I've said this before in a previous episode, 
that out of all the people that you're going to be spending time with on your wedding day, your wedding photographer is the one you will see more than anyone. And I mean more than anyone. You will see your wedding photographer more than you'll see your new spouse. So you want to make sure that you are with someone who makes you feel comfortable. And one way to feel comfortable with that person is during your engagement shoot. The next kind of photo that you might want to have before the big day is what's considered a boudoir photo. So they're very classy, but they're a little bit sexy. You can have photos of yourself in lingerie, or it could be in your partner's favorite sports team, like a shirt of theirs or something, you know, and anything in between. Um, You don't have to have one, but it could be a really nice gift to give to your partner on your wedding day, something that they can open in private. It's like a special message from you to them saying like, this is me. Um, So it's something that you might want to consider doing. And it's a great thing to do before the wedding day. So you can give it as a gift on the wedding day. Okay, let's move on to the actual wedding day. And let's look at the morning of the wedding. Now picture the scene. You are getting ready with your besties. You've got champagne or Prosecco. You've got some snacks. You're having your hair and makeup done. Um, you know, you've got your favorite wedding morning playlist on in the background. Or like me, maybe you've just got a friend's marathon on the TV. But whatever it is, you're feeling relaxed. You're having a really lovely time. You know, you maybe you've been awake since seven in the morning or whatever, and you're just, you know, having a lovely time with the girls. You want to have all of that cap. So chat with your wedding photographer um, because depending on your package that you have, your photographer might be with with you from the very beginning or they may come in at some point on the morning. But you want to time it in such a way that you get photos of everything. And this is what I mean by everything. You want to have photos of all the outfits on hangers. So I'm talking your outfit and all the different bits that you might be wearing, your partner's outfits, wherever they are getting ready, and then your whole wedding party. So dresses, suits, shoes, ties, all the accessories. You want to have everything documented on hangers before anybody actually wears anything. Um, so things like shoes, jewelry, rings, all the accessories that you are going to wear. I've seen really lovely photos of a ring box with, you know, the engagement ring and the wedding ring and everything looking all sparkly and beautiful. Um, some photographers are even able to capture the kind of detail shots. If you organize things like your wedding invitations, if you can have a set of those available and the photographer will get some really cool flat lay images, which are photos taken from above looking down with, you know, your stationery and your rings and all the details and everything. Really, really special. Then you want to have, um, you know, pictures of you getting all your grooming done. So while the makeup is going on, while the hair is being done, um, you know, gents, you know, while your grooming is being done as well, you want to get shots of that so you can just remember those moments. If you plan on giving your wedding party a gift, you want to have that photographed. The actual gift is one thing, but just the moment of giving the gifts to your wedding party and just, you know, looking um, looking at your face as you're appreciating them on the day and them receiving the gifts and feeling really special. If you are planning on having any toasts while you're getting ready, um, you want to get shots of that. I've seen some really cool pictures of, you know, all the bridesmaids lined up with champagne in their hands. And for those who don't drink champagne, I've seen a really cool photo of, um, you know, a whole wedding party with popcorn and they threw the popcorn in the air and you could see the popcorn in the air. It was just really cool and just very fun. 
um, when the cars arrive, especially if you're investing and having a really cool car for your wedding day, you make sure that you get that captured. And then other details like the bouquets, the buttonholes, all those like beautiful flower details. Um, you want to have shots of everyone in their pajamas or robes, especially if you're giving your wedding party something special on the morning that they can wear. You want to get shots of everyone in those pajamas and robes together. And then there are action shots of you getting dressed. And obviously your photographer will do this in a, you know, in a good way. You're not going to be half naked in the pictures. So you can do it strategically where you're already holding the dress and then you can say, okay, you can come in now. And then they will get photos of you being zipped up or buttoned up, um, you know, putting on shoes, or maybe you want to get a shot of your mom putting your veil on. It's those types of action shots that really show who was involved in the day and making you look and feel your absolute best. You want to have a shot of the wedding party dressed and ready to go. And that's also a good moment to get a shot of them seeing you dressed and ready to go. So your photographer will be able to help coordinate this for you. But how it works essentially is it's called a first look and you have all the the wedding party dressed and ready. They're standing and waiting. And then your photographer could be behind you as you walk in and then they capture the shot of your wedding party looking at you and being excited to see how amazing you look. Then you can have individual couple shots. So you and your partner separately looking perfect and ready for the day. You want to make sure you're capturing things like your hairstyle, your makeup, some close-up shots of, you know, the eyelashes and the ring on your finger, that kind of thing. And then of course, as you're traveling to your ceremony venue, you want to get shots like that too. Speaking of the venue, you want to get some detailed shots of your actual venue too. So I recommend having a chat with your wedding photographer about what is possible because some of the shots that you might want to get at the venue will be determined by the weather, the timeline, um, you know, who's going to be in the venue at different times, if you're going to be setting up things and leaving them or setting up a room and then breaking it down for the next part and setting up again. There's so many details to think about. But in general, you want to get a shot of basically everything. And I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, do I really need to get photos of my wedding favors? What am I going to do with that? Well, this is the thing. All the details are part of what makes up your wedding story. You're going to spend hours planning your wedding, probably days, weeks, months, sometimes years planning your wedding day. And sure, you might not frame a photo of your wedding favors, but you want to have everything captured so you can look back on the moments and say, oh my gosh, I remember making those wedding favors. Or I remember finding that accessory at a really cool shop. And I remember the day that that happened. There's so many moments that you can't go back in time and you know, say, oh, you know, let's go back in time and take a photo of that. So take a photo of everything and then you can choose what to do with the photos afterwards. So in terms of shots at the venue, these are the ones that you want to get. You want to get shots outside the ceremony venue and outside the reception venue. And if everything's happening on one site, there'll probably still be two parts, um, two different sides of the venue, one for the ceremony, one for the reception. You want to capture all of that. You want to get shots of the flowers set up wherever they are, whether that's on the tables, whether that's in the ceremony venue, shots of all the flower arrangements. You want to see a table fully set up. So including, you know, your favor, if it's going to be on the tables, the name cards, the centerpieces, candles, all those amazing details. You want to see any backdrop, flower arch. Um, you want to see the aisle decor. 
You want to see things like, you know, the centerpieces, the table decor. If there's a guest book, you want to see that. It would be really cool to see the guest book before the guests are there looking at it, but also a shot of somebody writing in the guest book. Things like your table plan, the sweet wedding signs that you're going to arrange, things like your photo booth or selfie mirror to see that from the perspective of, you know, not the actual photos that guests are going to take home, but behind the scenes of the guests posing for the pictures. You want to see the cake, of course. You'll get photos of yourself cutting the cake at a later point, but a beautiful photo of the cake on its own with no one around it. And then things like the dessert table, the wedding favors, as I've mentioned before, table numbers or table names, if that's what you're going for. Any other decor details like bunting or lanterns or, you know, some kind of installation. Um, and then, of course, the whole ceremony room and the whole reception room as well. It's always helpful to get a shot of the ceremony room and the reception room with nobody in it. And I'll tell you why, particularly with the reception room. As soon as guests are there, they move things and they have good intentions and they're not deliberately trying to mess things up. But what you would love to see is a photo of your whole ceremony and reception space you know, before anyone's gone into it. And, you know, you can see everything set up and ready for your guests, but without them having moved something or put their bag on the table or milling in the background. So your photographer should be able to capture all of that. Obviously, as I mentioned before, depending on the timeline and the weather and if it's possible to get into the space before the guests get there. Okay. Let's move on to the key wedding moments. You're going to have loads of beautiful moments in your wedding day and you want to make sure you get shots of all of them. Some of them will include you, some of them will not. Things like your guests arriving. You won't be there for that, but you'll want to see photos of your guests arriving. Things like the wedding party arriving, you and your partner arriving at the wedding ceremony venue and reception venue. If you're having a first look whether that's the one with the wedding party or if you and your partner are doing a first look before the ceremony or if it's the moment that you first see each other as you're walking down the aisle, that first look moment, you want that to be captured. If you're having any unity ceremonies or religious moments in your wedding ceremony, you want to get shots of that too. Of course, walking down the aisle, exchanging rings, your first kiss as a married couple. When you're being pronounced married, that moment you want to get a shot of that too. If you're going to do things like confetti, whether that's inside the church, outside the church, somewhere else, you want to get a great shot of that. Getting in the car, going to the reception, any kind of entertainment that you're having, whether that's a band, a magician, a caricaturist, fireworks, dancers, you know, singing waiters, whatever you're having, add that to your list. If you're doing fun things like a smoke bomb or bubbles or fireworks or a sparkler exit, you want shots of that too. You want to get photos of yourself, you and your partner entering the reception venue, any kind of special family or cultural traditions that you're including in the big day. You want to have things, um, photos of the speeches, of cutting the cake, tossing the bouquet, throwing the garter, any kind of games that you might be playing or activities where your guests are being involved. Um, your first dance, your last dance as well. And then of course, any special moments where you and your partner are alone on the day any good wedding photographer will be looking out for those moments anyway. Now, specifically when it comes to photos of you and your partner, you want to take a moment 
to have some really lovely portraits done. Your photographer will tell you when the best moment is to have those based on your timeline, the time of year, when the sun is setting, what time dinner is being served. All of those factors will help to determine when you get the pictures done. But these are the kind of things that you should expect to be getting. So things like a kiss or a hug, you and your partner laughing and dancing together, walking side by side and holding hands. Um, Depending on the weather, you could get shots under the umbrella. It is Ireland after all, so I highly recommend having an umbrella. Things like, um, you know, your partner kissing you on the head or you guys being nose to nose or your partner hugging you from behind. If you are brave enough to do anything where you're in water, you could do that. You could be carried or spun around. You could sit together on a bench. You could bend backwards to kiss your partner. You could lie down cheek to cheek, or you could get some really cool drone footage of all of the above. Then moving on, we've got two categories left. Once you've done your couple's photos, you want to think about your wedding party. So now again, it depends on your timeline and when you get them done. Often you get the wedding party photos done first and then the couple's photos, but chat to your photographer about what makes the most sense for your unique situation. But these are the kind of photos that you want of your wedding party. Some of them we've mentioned before, like getting ready together, um, giving them their gifts, your bridesmaids walking down the aisle, um, any kind of wedding party pictures of just them all together as a group posing in their in their outfits, um, any kind of games that they're involved in, any speeches that they are delivering, and then some fun photos of all of you guys just dancing together. And the final category is your group shots of family and friends. So of course, one option is to get a great photo of your entire guest list. And this will depend on how many guests you're inviting, how many spaces are available to host all of your guests in a photo and where your photographer is able to be um, situated so that they can see everyone. Um, So there are a few things to consider, but have a chat with your photographer, especially if your photographer has been to your wedding venue before, they may have some ideas of how you could pull this off if that's something you really, really want to do. But I recommend giving some thoughts to your family photos. Can you think of any other time other than your wedding day where all your family members are in one space? Probably not. And even if you can, there probably has never been another scenario where all of your family and all of your partner's family are both together. But um, your wedding day is a great chance to get some really cool family photos. And I recommend giving some thought to this. And this is how you can pull off your wedding family photos without feeling like you want to pull your hair out. So make a really specific list of who you want in the photos. And when I say specific, I mean like actually name the people. Um, So you don't want to write things like, we want photos with the immediate family. Because that gets confusing. It's even more confusing when you say extended family or all the cousins or this and that, because what ends up happening is somebody makes an announcement. um, Sometimes it's the person facilitating your wedding ceremony. And they might say right after the ceremony, can all the family go to this location for family photos? And of course, if you're some kind of distant relative, you don't know if that's for you or not. And you may end up going there, standing around, ending up in photos that you're not supposed to be in. Or you might think, I don't need to be in those photos, and then you miss the moment. But having a list means that your photographer can just shout out names, and those people know that it's them. So you could write things like um, Glenn and Kelly with siblings, Lauren and Matthew. And then somebody says, okay, can Lauren and Matthew come forward? They're in the next photo. 
And then everybody knows who's supposed to be in the pictures. An added bonus is if you have one person from each side of the family um, who knows everybody. So I might pick a cousin who knows like everyone on my side of the family and then my partner picks a cousin of theirs that knows everyone on their side because your photographer is not going to know who they are. So they can shout out the names on your list, but they won't actually be able to pull people out, whereas those family members can do that. So that way you get all the family photos you need, nobody feels left out and you don't have to be standing there for two hours shouting out names and you as the couple, you can literally just stand there while everybody comes and poses next to you for the photos. Well, I'm going to give you a quick summary of the categories that we spoke about. It was the pre-wedding photos. We spoke about the morning of the wedding, all the details you want to get, your shots at the venue, your key wedding moments, your couple's photos, your wedding party photos, and then finally your group shots of family and friends. And don't forget that you can see the written breakdown of all of these photos in checklist format on weddingsonline.ie forward slash blog. Well, thank you for listening today. The Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online podcast is produced by me, Kelly, and mixed, mastered, and edited by Glenn Hartman. For more wedding planning tips, advice, checklists, and more, visit weddingsonline.ie. 